everybody, and welcome back yet again to another episode of 100 Series Everyday Awesome Podcast. I am Juwan Arrington, creator of the 100 Series, and we are back here with season three of the podcast here in August 2021. And we have now our second three-time guest here on the podcast. If you've been following the 100 Series for a while, you've been watching the videos that I've been making and posting online and you hear the music in those videos. Well, this man right here, our guest today, he's uh, one of the men who's responsible for for all for the music that you've been hearing in those videos. We have Young Scrimmage. He's back again for the third time. How are you doing, man? Good. It's an honor to be here, man. So the last time I brought you on here, it was last year about march 2020 really early when the pandemic was going on uh first question i have to ask you is how you been since man you know the uh the pandemic and and uh 2020 was a very difficult year in my life um i will say that um it taught me persistence and resilience pr is what i call it and it's been foundational for my success currently from the weight loss journey and everything too, um, to like my court situation as well, um, with family court. Um, you know, I've been doing really good now, but there was a long time where I had to be persistent and resilient. So I'm very proud of the uh, experiences during that time. All right. So let's talk about, let's talk about the music, man. What have you been up to? What have you been doing? as far as the music goes? So uh, I actually own a company now called Scrimmage Productions and okay. we believe in empowering the creative. So what we're doing is we're kind of, our initiative is gonna be to uh, empower the creative by either making music, music production or promoting shows and investing into the community. Um, so recently I've been doing a lot of shows like the open mic nights down at the spot. And then also we, tonight we have a show called the Vibe Night. So. It's been exciting to get into the music scene in a more physical business sense and investing into creatives and the community in that way. Um, but I've also just been doing music on the side too as well for my business. So it's been a really great journey this year too for that. So let's talk about that. Let's talk more about what you've been doing with the spot and with all the shows you've been putting out. How did that all come about? So I'm actually really good friends and we're all part of the same uh, music group, East Siders. Um, so Tavian Johnson, Avery Pearl, um, and Fantana and everybody else, Brian Fanning, right? Um, everyone else is on the board too, Wes as well. Um, people that are on the board there, I just kind of connect very well with them. And we, we've all come to a, a point where we needed to do some more shows and I've offered my company for that, um, that position, you know, I wanted to step up to the plate and and empower the, the hip-hop community, especially in the Quad Cities. Um, it seemed like there was an opportunity that came about this year, especially with some other, you know, events that happened in the Quad Cities. Um, so, you know, it just kind of was incumbent upon me to take a part of the position. Cool. And what, and what have been some of the shows that you've been putting on? I know you said the, the open mic night. What else do you have going on? Yeah, so right now um, there's a vibe night going on tonight. So tonight we have Zach Reb. Uh, we have uh, Clara Soul. Uh, we have uh, Rue Maroon going. Uh, Soul for me. Uh, we have Sincerely Empty, a great artist as well. Um, 
and then we have a few like uh, DJs tonight too. But I'm kind of still building my portfolio for the next uh, few months here. Um, I'm looking at doing some seminars as well with some very influential people in the area. Um, so yeah, we're just kind of looking at seeing what the next step will be in the Quad Cities. Good stuff. And don't get me wrong, that uh, actual the official grand opening of the spot is this weekend, correct? Yeah, yeah. So it was uh, technically it was the um, alternating currents event that happened on Thursday. So yeah, this this week is the entire grand opening week. Um, it's been kind of a, a great adventure to to see all my buddies and and business associates and and uh, music teammates too uh, being very happy with their success so far. So it's been pretty cool seeing that, you know. That's awesome, man. That's really cool. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to going down to the spot and definitely seeing everything that you guys have going on down there i know that um because i was down in the in the district on thursday doing a shoot and i saw uh, i saw a big man g down there i saw franco down yeah. there and um i'm always excited to see those guys down there because they're always putting out good content i just had big man g on the podcast uh, a few episodes ago so he's doing some cool stuff with his uh, with his car chronicles and everything so yeah i'm really just excited just to see like the new wave of artists that come through yeah, that, and that's the important thing, too. That's why, you know, Scrimmage Productions holds the open mic nights. And it's really cool seeing the community come together, um, not only to support the artists, but seeing the community created by the artists being in the same venue together. We haven't maybe met each other, too. Like, the connections you see from, like, the artist to artist or peer to peer is really cool. And it's and it's building quite a infrastructure for creative development in the Quad Cities. So... Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a really cool thing that we're doing there, too, as well. And what have you been doing as far as the music making goes? Because I know that you just you dropped a few songs uh, not too recently on uh, the streaming platforms. What have you been up to there? Yeah, you know, just uh, it's a case-by-case -case basis, right? So basically, um, right now, we're focusing on uh, doing instrumentals, you know, for like the 100 series and that kind of stuff, right? And other businesses I want to partake in and that, that need music. Uh, for their content um, but uh, I'm kind of low-key working on an album too um, okay. that's not posed yet but I'm just kind of laying the groundwork for something very great in the future oh that's gonna be super cool man so I know you probably can't share too much but were you thinking it's gonna be more instrumental or more like with um, but with, with like artists and vocals on it Definitely artists and vocals on it, a few skits, and maybe I'll actually include like a deluxe that help they'll have instrumental only on there um, as well, attached with the original music too. Um, but definitely an artistic uh, experience so I'm looking for. Nice, yeah, because I know like you recently just came out with a, a song called Night that I thought was really cool. This is a very chill song, very laid mm -hmm. back song. A little, it's a little, a little different from some of the things you, you've uh, been, you've uh, shared in the past man let's talk about the thought process with uh making that song yeah i mean the thought process with that kind of goes back in the entire year of 2020 to 2021 um like i said this year has been a very difficult year so i've, I've been going to vice like music and and knowledge as you know books and kind of stuff right so i've been getting a lot of inspiration um in all areas of my life and i would say that in particular that song was inspired by my kind of dive into like French music lately. Um, okay. I don't know a lick of French at all. I, I don't know how to speak the language or what it, you know any of the language actually means. Um, but uh, their music is so, so beautiful, man. 
and it's always ever changing and, and the different like styles that they have in different genres has been really inspiring to me too. So it's kind of based off of what I've been hearing and, and that in the world. Um, but overall it's kind of the, the direction of it's more like, you know, you're driving your car at nighttime and you're cruising around or whatever. And, and you're experiencing the light in the city and it's kind of a motivational track too. You know, it's pretty nice. Um, but we have a lot more of that coming out. So. Oh, more? You got more coming out? Yeah. I'll be doing more, more of that kind of stuff, definitely. Oh, nice, nice. You know I'm definitely going to have to scoop that up when it, whenever it drops. Looking forward to it. Nice stuff. All right, man. Well, let's talk about you, – you mentioned it uh, already about your, your, your weight loss journey. Let's talk about that, man. Obviously, I've been, I've been following your posts, you know, the whole last year and just seeing your progress with uh, your fitness journey and everything, man. It's been absolutely inspirational. So let's talk about – now, how did that all come about, man? Because I remember seeing it, seeing you first start getting into the, into the gym, and now I'm seeing you right now running miles, running marathons, and everything. So, talk about that that progression. The progression is there's two things that's very important to me. Um, one thing is legacy. The second one is living a long life. Um, the foundation to the running is from suffering, right? Um, just pain that I've been kind of pushing forward, I guess, um, and being persistent, resilient PNR. The, the first day I started, I ran a 14, 36 mile, which I was 280 pounds at that time, uh, which was October 21st is when I first got on a treadmill of, of 2020. And over the course of time, I've gotten my, my mild, my mileage down to about seven, uh, maybe six thirty. Um, if I really try and push and exert my, my power. Um, but uh, I've lost 110 pounds at this point today. So it's been foundational on my legacy that I want to create and also living a long life. Um, the main motivation, though, and a lot of my friends know this, is my son Octavian. It's very important to me, not only as a father, but as a human being, to be a good example to people. And I want my son to be influential in his life as well. So it's an absolute honor to inspire those around me by just doing what I, what I need to do. Um, because I know that's changing a lot of lives. It's a very powerful feeling <clears throat> to have that kind of, kind of power by doing good things. Um, but it's not over yet, you know? Mm -hmm. That's cool, man. Yeah, because you're just saying that you were – like during one of your workout sessions, you were running like half marathons and, and all that stuff. So what do you, what do you use to, uh, to push yourself? What kind of music do you listen to? Do you listen to music when you're working out? It's all, it's all in the mind. It's all in the mind. Um, I, I've listened to this guy, David Goggins. You might know who he is. Um, total badass dude. He's an ex Navy SEAL. Um, just crazy mentality, but, they he talks a lot about this thing called the cookie jar right and what i do during these runs you know the first like three miles or whatever is typically the hardest part of it because you're just like nobody wants to freaking run i mean nobody really wants to run but you kind of have to right if you're in that that mental state um during that time i will kind of go into this thing called the cookie jar and you'll pull things out of it like you know pain and suffering from the past or someone saying something mean to you um, somebody, uh, somebody or something that, that pushed you down. 
and you, you just kind of gravitate towards that issue and you expand upon in your mind, you kind of get away from the pain that you're feeling in that moment and it becomes more of a motivational thing in the future. So a lot of it has been foundationally for my, for my son, right? Um, my son and everything that I think about with him, a lot of it is correlating to the run. Um, I'll even say his name sometimes when I'm running too, because it's just, it's always locked up here, Octavian, you know? Um, what, what, so one thing I want to also talk about with that correlation between running and my son is his name is Octavian, right? Which is, um, the nephew of Julius Caesar Augustus, who was the first emperor of Rome. Octavian was a legendary person for Rome and he led the Pax Romana for 300 years. And there's one quote that I love so much that um, Augustus slash Octavian said. He said, I found Rome as brick and left it as marble. And I want my son to leave this world as marble. Wow. So by doing what I'm doing, I want him to leave the world as marble as well. Wow. That's deep, man. That's very profound. And I like that you have that type of motivation guiding you throughout this journey, man. That's definitely, that's definitely that's something that will definitely get you pushing. There's, keep there's you pushing. There's one thing too that that really shocked me. Um, I've never been like a person really inspired. You know, I've inspired people in my past, but I haven't done things that are very inspiring until this year, really. And this guy named John, who's at least like 67 years old, he runs at Vandiver Park where I run every morning, and and um, where he walks there typically, right? And he he would say things like, you know, they're gonna have a statue of you here, they're gonna do this and that. That didn't really do anything for me, like that kind of praise, right? Um, but one day, like it was two weeks ago, I saw him running and he never runs. And I was like, yeah, I'm so proud of you, man. Like, this is great. I love seeing this. He goes, you're my inspiration. But what John does understand, I don't think a lot of people understand is when they tell me that I'm actually inspired by them because they're running. It's a weird, like backwards feed where mm -hmm. like, where he actually inspires me to run more because I can't let him up. I can't let him down, you know? Right. Yeah. Because you could, because they're seeing you as the example now, now it's like, you got to keep, keep it up so that, you know, you don't, you know, affect their, you know, spirit and their motivation. Yeah. It's a weird paradigm. And it, and it sounds, it sounds very egotistical, but really it's, they, they feed me with that because I can't let him down. I know that I'm changing his life and I have to continue the trajectory of my life going up. If I want him to get better too, you know? So that's, mm -hmm. it's, that times like a hundred people that have told me that I've inspired them. You know, people I haven't talked to in 10 years DM me and tell me that I inspired their weight loss journey. And that's um, an incredible power to, to have, to wield, you know? Um, and the best part about it is just, it's just doing nothing but being a decent human being. It really is. Just running, just, just doing what you need to do, you know? Yeah, just so, doing what you can. Just doing, you know, what you can every single day. And they, I say it all the time, that like you never know who's watching you. But there's someone always watching you. So it's like, what are you, what are you doing, you know, in, in, in your life? And what are people going to see, you know, from you? And, and you know, because their actions will always speak louder than any word that you say, any post you make on social media. And people are always going to see what you're doing. And I always think, think it's very important to make sure that at least what, 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 what I'm doing is something that people can be proud of, that my family can be proud of, that my yes. friends can be, can be 
proud of and, and you know, learn, learn something from. I would say if I can like at least reach one person that, you know, I've done enough. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's funny that you say that too, because we live in a world of facade and, and fakery and, and people doing things for likes and, and shares, that kind of stuff. Right. Um, but really the most likes and shares you'll get is by being authentic, by being true to yourself and, and be on a mission that's bigger than yourself. Cause a lot of people on Instagram are about themselves only. Right. But I've seen my insights and my analytics go up when I stopped trying to be the, the face of young scrimmage and just was myself, you know? Um, so like to go to your point, it's like making them proud, making people happy, um, inspiring them to, to be, to be great themselves. I think gets the best reception on social media. It's kind of like the reverse of what social media has become, you know? So I always, I always think about people watching me and it's not in an egotistical way. It's, it's like, I know when I go run at Vanderbilt Park, there's a reason why I run the inside too, because the inside is where the walkers say, you know, the runners go on the outside parameter, but the walkers go on the inside. And I know that if I run on the inside and they see me running in there, they're going to, they're going to feel a little bit inspired themselves. And you never know when you run outside and you're running, you know, your seven, 10 mile, whatever it is, the marathon run that I did when someone's going to see you and you're going to, you're going to spark that, that fire inside of them to do something freaking great that day. You just never know. You never know the chain reaction just running outside. So yeah, it's pretty cool, man. Everything's a butterfly effect. You know, one, you, you do one small thing and that can just lead to, you know, a whole wave of things happening, you know, that you could even foresee. So it's like everything that we do matters. You know, every, every action we take matters. You know, no matter, no matter how small you think it is, no matter how mundane it may be perceived as, it matters. And, yeah. and, and it's going to, if not you, if not like your close friends and family, it's going to affect someone and you probably don't know them. You probably will never meet them, but it will be, it will, it will carry that weight. Yeah. You know, that's, that's funny you say that. And it's incredible because there's a, there's a day that's instilled in my mind. It's October 20th of 2020. And I can't really talk too much about the schematics of that day, but that day caused a massive chain reaction to my development, a shock to my system. Right. And, that day, I'll forever be grateful for that experience I went through, how, how painful it was, you know, everything that happened that day. I, I went from that particular moment to changing my entire life. My financial literacy is up. My, my, my knowledge of the world is up. Um, my investments are up too. Um, my, my business, um, everything that my, my finisher needs well, everything that could be positive in my life has become so much greater because of the suffering I went through on that day. And, um, yeah, that chain effect is a real thing. It's a real thing. And I think people, if, if they get away from the woe is me factor, when they go through something really bad, really painful, and then look at it as a way to improve themselves in a way that they, they should in general, um, that chain reaction can lead you to something so beautiful, man. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, hopefully, hopefully that I know you, you recently mentioned that you were going through, you know, you know something pretty heavy personal wise. You don't have to, to, to get into that if you don't want to, but you know, how's that motivated you to, to keep going? Um, well, the foundation of that situation is my son, right? So there's, there's a memory of my father, um, that I have. And, uh, this is, this could probably get pretty deep here. Actually, there's a, there's a, there's a memory of my father that I have when I was a child and my father wasn't around very much. He, he tried to the bare minimum, but he got married to this woman that wouldn't let him see me. Um, so I was probably six or seven years old and it was like midnight. My mom wakes me up. She goes, we need to go. And, and I, I didn't really understand what was happening. I was kind of just shocked or whatever. And we, we drove like, I was like 30 minutes out in Texas somewhere. And then it was, you know, it was midnight. So it was pitch black outside. And, and I realized that we were going to see my dad. My dad, uh, had to sneak out to come see me and, you know, it's it's the most pathetic thing that I've experienced at a young age because, you know, he's my father. He should have been there to fight for me, to to uh, to give his opinion on on what he wanted and and to be proud of his son and everything. Right. Um, and proud to have a son. But ultimately, you know, he let me and my mom kind of move away without saying too much. And. Uh, you know, when I was like nine or 11, uh, or I, I was 11 years old, actually, sorry. Um, he called me randomly, uh, before New Year's, like a week before New Year's, whatever. And he told me he loved me and that kind of stuff. And I, I told him I loved him. Then he died a week later. Right. So, so these kinds of things are instilled in my mind and my father. And I'm going through a very interesting family court case. I can't talk about, but, um, it's, it's very rare. My lawyer, who's been working on for, for family law for 40 years, he's probably 40 years, says he's never experienced this kind of case before, um, which is really, it's been kind of stressful in the brain to strategize and work in these ways because of the opposition party. But um, the most important thing is I can't be that, that kind of father that my father was to me. Um, so I am totally invested in being, to, being a father and that was the foundation to my success and, and what I've been doing lately. And lately, I mean, by the enti an entire year span, you know, this started October 21st when I was able to go on that treadmill for the first time and push my ass to work hard. Um, that's, that's when, like, this whole transition of me becoming who I am today started. But I owe it all to my son, and that's you know, that's, that's the difficult part of that whole situation, Ryan. So yeah, kind of a long tangent, but that's kind of the foundation of what's going on. Well, I definitely, um, you know, hope that everything works out for you, man. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm pushing for you, man. I'm rooting for you that, you know, everything, you know, goes right for you, goes well, and that, you know, gets, you know, resolved the way, you know, should get resolved. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. You know, it's a humbling experience to go through this, this kind of tumultuous time, especially during the pandemic too, you know, so it comes with challenges, but you know, there's nothing better than being a father. And it's, it's an amazing feeling, man. Even knowing that he's out there and, 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 uh, you know, just makes you really happy. So before we, we wrap things up here, 
Sure. What's, uh, what's the one thing that you want people to take away from, from this episode? That pain is your greatest friend. Uh, to use pain as fuel, not as an anchor. And doing is moving and trying is dying. Like that. You've been saying that a lot, man. You've been saying that a lot. That that phrase is actually. I was actually. I was thinking about that when I was on the bike today, while I was while I was pedaling away, and like my 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 legs were burning, and I was like, I gotta keep going. I gotta keep going. And that and that and that phrase like like crept into my head. I was like, that's yeah. that's the power. So so you saying that makes me very inspired to go do what I need to do. So yeah, man, I appreciate that. I definitely appreciate that. Like that, that's what I mean by the chain reaction and, and you know, the reason why you inspire me, I'm inspiring you by saying doing it is moving and trying to dying, but really you're inspiring me because I did the right thing for you. And it feels really good, man. It's, it's, it's a level of gratitude that I can't explain to people until they, they do it for someone else, you know? Excellent stuff. All right, man. Well, as always, uh, how can people find you if they want to look you up online? Um, so young scrimmage on all platforms. Um, yeah, that's about it. So you just type in at young scrimmage, Y U N G S C R I M M A G E. And, uh, I'm located on Spotify, Apple, iTunes under that same, the same moniker as well. So yeah. Stuff. All right, man. Well, thank you again for coming back for the third time now on the podcast, man. I always love having you on as a guest, man. Love seeing what you're up to. And I'm definitely you know, excited to see what you have coming up in the future, man. It's a pleasure, man. Thank you, bro. And everyone at home, thank you for checking out another episode of the 100 Series Every Day Awesome Podcast. Stay followed to us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch so you know exactly where the next episode is going to drop. As always, I wish you all peace, prosperity, and positivity. Take care of yourselves. And as always, keep it 100. Mm-hmm.